Hi, and welcome to Does This Make Me Look Old? A podcast about aging as gracefully as possible when you're just not ready. We're two 40-something-year-old friends who find themselves kind of straddling that really odd period of time when aging and everything that it's associated with is starting to become a much bigger part of our lives. We're definitely curious, but at the same time, rather terrified about aging. I'm Shiv. I'm a health science nerd and pop culture fiend. And I'm Sim, an adult in waiting, obsessed with finance and self-help books. We're going to be talking about the stereotypes of aging and how they affect us. And we'll also be doing some deeper dives um, into some interesting topics, such as what it's like to get old in the society, dating when you're older, and scientific advancements in anti-aging products, and even evolution and scientific thinking around aging. And throughout it all, we chat, rant, laugh about our adulting mishaps, of which there are so, so, so many. So join us as we navigate our second quarter life crisis. Hi, welcome to this week's episode of Does This Make Me Look Old? Hi, so today we're going to be taking a little bit of a detour. We're kind of going to be doing this reaction piece on this movie that we saw that recently came out on Netflix and Amazon Prime. But... Surprisingly enough, I'm pretty sure it's based on real life events. They don't mention it there, but like we did a little bit of digging <laughs> and well, mainly because of like sheer fear. Because <laughs> I'm traumatized and I think, <laughs> and I blame Shiv for this because she has literally traumatized me. I basically made her watch this movie because it looked really good. And I thought, you know, it was good. It was good. It was a no, good movie. It was good. I mean, I'm not. The trauma aside. Yeah, exactly. So the movie we're talking about is I Care A Lot. And um, I was interested in the movie mainly because it stars Rosamund Pike um, of Gone Girl fame and Diane Wiest and Peter Dinklage, who are all like pretty much like acting powerhouses. And uh, it just it looked... Christmasina too. Oh, it did have Christmasina. Oh my God, I love Christmasina. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he, he, oh, he played just such a, he, he just played such a funny character. It's amusing. <laughs> anyway, so... But you know, see, I, you know, so, I. So, spoiler I, alert: if you haven't watched it, um, I suggest you go watch it first. Yes. <laughs> yeah, actually, yes. We will be spoiling the movie, so if you don't want to know what happens, then you you can like Press fast pause. forward. <laughs> yeah, pause or fast forward to the end where we talk about kind of some of the real life events that probably inspired this movie. I have a very sneaking suspicion that it, they inspired this movie, but. Um, and this then, is where I realized we should do more research. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I... Oh, like on the movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I, I wonder. Well, we should have also watched the full credits. Because <laughs> oh, I don't know. Do you think that they actually talk about it in the full credits? I didn't see it. Yeah, you're right. I, I didn't, didn't see it. And the thing is, is that like if they do base it on a true story, then they usually say they would have started, they would have started off, it off yeah. like based on real life events or something. Unless and they this didn't. is such a common thing that it's just... I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, well, the, yeah. So the reason I wanted to watch it was because it seemed like this kind like kind of heisty, mobby kind of film where, you know, it's, it, fe it felt like the elderly woman in it kind of manages to, you know, upend things. I have to admit, like, there were times when I was laughing when I was like, I shouldn't actually laugh out loud at this. <laughs> it's very... I'm it's, still traumatized. It's really... Yeah, <laughs> the movie leans very heavily into dark humor, so yeah. if that isn't your shtick, don't watch it. But, um... But... Yeah. Do watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, just to give you a little bit of an overview about what the movie's about, it's about Rosamund Pike, who is a guardian. 
So she is a court-appointed guardian for... Strangers. <laughs> for the elderly. Um, and so she basically exploits these people um, using a very um, intricate web of compatriots who all work in coordinate... Like, basically, they work in concert in order to get... A an elderly patient who or, or an elderly person who doesn't really have any family into her care, um, after which she basically bilks them out of their life savings, sells their home, yeah. and uh, sells their possessions, uh, and you know all under the guise of the fact that she's taking care of them, and you know paying for their care in an you know, in a retirement home. But anyway, she she and her partner basically um, find one of these uh, elderly people that they label a, quote, cherry, which is basically a very, well, what they deem to be a very wealthy person without any living relatives. And who, the, they, yeah, they can basically bilk out of like, their entire life savings without worrying about um repercussions yeah. yeah there's no repercussions and so um yeah but they don't know who they're messing with because they try to uh well they actually do succeed in putting um this quote unquote cherry who is diane weist um into a home but then they don't realize that she's actually affiliated with the russian mob <laughs> And then, you know, hijinks ensue. Um, it was but, funny. But at the same time, though, when you start thinking about how they actually trick her into going yes. with them and, and just the cold but reasonable way. Like, they sounded so reasonable. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, it's Rosamund Pike. She she manages to exude that kind of icy efficiency. <laughs> <laughs> she did. She it was a great job. She did. Uh, she was brilliant. But, um... But it was just scary that, you know, it was so easy the way they sort of, you know, like there was that one scene where she was like, so do you have a cell phone? And she takes the cell phone and all of a sudden she just puts the cell phone away and doesn't give it back. Yeah. And it was just so smoothly done. And it's terrifying because what would you do if this happened to you? And I don't know. I'm just kind of having these scary flash forwards <laughs> that's like this is my um this is like a scary version of like you know my uh, hypochondriac thing <laughs> <laughs> are you basically you're seeing this happen to you in real life exactly like and now i'm like line. oh my gosh like what do i do um yeah no i i need to have a safe word i think i've realized like i'm gonna have a safe word you guys have to come running <laughs> and make sure that no stupid court appointed guardian ever takes possession of my state <laughs> yeah i mean yeah so like it's it's actually quite chilling so the, the movie itself it was, was the movie itself is it's actually you know it's entertaining um and you know eventually karma comes to bite certain people back in the ass but like um they were all awful people. They were all awful people. I know. I couldn't believe it. It was like one, it was a movie where you were just like, I don't know who I'm supposed to be rooting for because I don't root for any of you. <laughs> well, actually, the only person that 
really had nothing to do with anything was Diane Weiss's character. I mean, she was, you know, she's just the mom and she like, you know, because like, yeah, I don't, like, I don't know. Like even when, well, at some point she takes uh, Ro- Rosamund Pike into a chokehold. But at that time I was kind of rooting for her. <laughs> like, you go girl. Totally. She was really good. <laughs> oh my goodness. But yeah, so, uh, so what was I going to say? Yeah, so the movie itself is quite entertaining, but the actual events on which this, like the the premise of it, is kind of very similar to worrisome. this other article. Well, it's, so the the premise around this is very worrisome because basically it just it shows that people could take ownership of your estate um, if they deem you to be, you know unable to take care of it on your own and um and so i remember yeah so i remember like as we were watching this movie we're like can this happen in real life and it turns out it can because it has <laughs> exactly <laughs> which was that was the eye-opening moment for me because i thought it was just going to be this hijinksy movie about like this completely surreal event that happens and you know i didn't even think that this could happen no. and then but then you find out that oh no it can so in yeah so <laughs> we did a little bit of internet sleuthing and the New Yorker actually there was an article written in 2017 about just this thing and it was just about how elderly people can basically have their rights taken care like taken away yeah and it was kind of eye-opening because a lot of the same beats that happened in this movie happened to people in real life in um in Nevada and uh I think like what I found so, you know, so when you're watching this movie, you know, they're talking about people who have um, or like Rosamund Pike takes on the guardianship of people of elderly people who do not have anyone in their family, except for like the, the one person at the beginning whose son couldn't mm-hmm. come in and see her. Yeah. But overall, she tries to find people that actually don't have very much family. And so I thought, oh, okay, I can understand that this proportion of society would be vulnerable. But apparently, you can still have family and have this done to them. Like, it was it was very, very upsetting. <laughs> so yeah, so the New Yorker article actually um, talks about a, a specific family. I think what scared me, though, when we were reading that article was the fact that it happened like in real life. The example that we're thinking of. So the article is called How the Elderly Lose Their Rights. And I think it was like um, it was a New Yorker article and we'll link it up in our website. Um, And um, yeah, so I think what scared me, though, was that it happened to a couple who had each other. And they had a daughter. And they had a daughter who dropped by every single day. Yeah. And this still happened to them. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. Like, if it can happen to someone with a loving family, people who are care- taking care of them and drop, you know, like, mm-hmm. and, and like, can you imagine like someone even more vulnerable? Oh, yeah. Like, no, that, like that's exactly yourself, it. Yeah. Like, oh my God. So, like, I, I could, like, what, like, that was what I found shocking was that, like, I understood that it could happen to people who are more vulnerable. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that it could happen to people who weren't as vulnerable. Like, the fact that they had a daughter who was, like, fully part of their lives. And you know what else is disturbing, guys? The fact that, so once we went down this rabbit hole, there were several other deeper rabbit holes to go down. And so we came across a lot of these YouTube videos. And I think what scared me even more, and I know we're using the words like trauma, terrify, scare a lot, because that's exactly how I feel right now. I think I need a tub of ice cream to get over this, but 
as how many news articles, news clippings there were of actual real life stories yeah. of guardians trying to scam el- the elderly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and not just in Nevada. Like there were no, other, there everywhere. were other, yeah, there were other places. And like, yeah, and actually, that's the other thing about this New Yorker article was that they were saying that um, it doesn't actually just happen in in um, in Nevada. But what they do find is that it does happen in places in which there are a lot of retired people. So it's like Florida, s- Florida. So yeah. So then what they, yeah. So this is what it quotes in. This is a quote in the article. Mm-hmm. So he basically. Um, this, uh, this person named Richard Black, he's actually director of a national organization called Americans Against Abusive Probate Guardianship, basically finds that there are victims in dozens of hotspots where guardianship abuse is prevalent, mainly because they attract retirees in Palm Beach, Sarasota, Naples, Albuquerque, and San Antonio. So like, that's like (laughs) a big swath of the U.S. And it's, yeah, that's what I find really upsetting is that like, Elderly people congregate there to actually, you know, spend their retirement days and enjoy, like, you know, the fruits of their, like, lengthy labors. And then they end up getting built out of all of their money based off of these awful people who decide to, you know, put them under guardianship because of corrupt doctors who claim that, like, they're demented and do not have the ability to take care of their finances and their lives. And at various levels, you know, they find willing people who, like, push it along and then I'll then end up giving guardianship over to total strangers. It's awful. Like, how do you stay complicit? Like, how do you, like you come across something like this and rather than try and help the vulnerable, like how do you become that person who says, because they're making money off it? Yeah, Dude. but like, <laughs> I'm like no. that's how they do no, it. No, I know, but like <laughs> the thing is though, like you know, there has to be some kind of a moral compass at some point. You know what I mean? But no, this this that's what this woman did. She found a doctor. She found a doc. Like she she actually had access to a doctor, but then they said no, I'm not going to do this. So then mm-hmm. she found a doctor who would. Like right. yeah, like that's all you do is you just keep going until you find somebody who doesn't care. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm I'm really upset (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was interesting it's interesting how this movie can kind of bring you to like the realization that this is actually happening happening in in real time to people i know and i what i also found upsetting was that you know when we were going down these like youtube and article rabbit holes was that some of them were recent Mm -hmm. like some like one recent like one was very recent like it was in november of 2020 where realtor one right yeah where where a realtor placed a woman under guardianship so that she could have access to her house and potentially sell it. Like, I don't think she managed to sell it yet, though, right? No, I think she lost the case, if I remember correctly. We just saw so many of those videos that I'm trying to remember. Oh, wait, that's the one with the... The grandnephew. The grandnephew, yeah. No, I think she didn't managed to sell it like but i think, I think she, she managed to get the grandnephew barred from seeing barred the, from seeing his his uh aunt, aunt. yeah exactly that's all, yeah yeah so i know that that's the other thing is that if these people are placed under guardianship then the guardian has complete control over their lives like they can claim to the judge that they are unfit to to stand you know to it's stand just... witness to their own trials <laughs> like they can prevent family members from seeing them it's just awful yeah i mean i guess 
we need to do like maybe look this up at some place and you know figure this out but i'm just shocked that there aren't more controls in place legally yeah exactly to, to stop like one person especially if it's a court appointed guardian like i get it like you know there are i'm sure there are legit cases when someone needs the the spirit of you know what a guardian is intended yeah supposed to do right? exactly um and and so i understand the need for one but there has to be some kind of oversight control, you know an yeah. oversight to sort of ensure that it you're not being built and you're not being abused mm-hmm. No, I agree. I know. Well, I mean, like, what I found really strange was that they had, like, that being a guardian allowed you access to someone's accounts. Like, I would think that there'd be a little bit more oversight into that. Like, I mean, I get that if you are a guardian of somebody, you do need access to money in order to take care of them. But then you would think that there would be some sort of process in place. Like, you know, if you decided to take out like $100,000 that somebody would be like, hey, that's a lot of money to take out. <laughs> like, what are you using this for? Or, yeah. you know, like, or, like, yeah, I don't I don't know. It, it's, uh, it's really tricky. I think another disturbing element of the whole thing, and this was in the movie, was that they had these packages and the basic package was where she was like, you know, to sing, um, to put the person on the basic package, which was soup and oatmeal. Yeah. And that in itself was also disturbing because it's kind of like it brings the classism into place, right? Like if you don't have enough money yeah. and you are old and basically your nourishment will be the bare basic, which is here have you know have, be the oliver twist of of the old age home right like <laughs> yeah here's your bowl of oatmeal and here's your bowl of soup yeah here's the bare minimum to keep you alive basically it's ugh. yeah i know well i mean it, what i found really crazy in the movie was that at everything everything that she did you would be i would be thinking to myself no this can't be happening. Like, yeah, they're just like, they're exaggerating this for the movie. This can't be happening in real life. And then you go to the New Yorker article and say, no, that happened. (laughs) And it's happening. Yeah, exactly. I mean, especially the one where, you know, and I can actually see this because it has echoes of what happened in like, you know, in the, in the fifties and sixties and like in psychiatric wards, like where people would just get medicated for no reason, especially when they were like quite rightly or quite justly like upset at the situation that they were in. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, when Diane Weist is like starting to get upset because she can't speak to the manager and she can't like fight for her rights. And they make it seem like she's the one who's being unreasonable and belligerent yeah and then they like medicate her and it's just like uh no (laughs) she's in the right here (laughs) like oh i know like it it was it's just very upsetting but then but like in this new yorker article that's what was happening they were like medicating people kind of against their will and and, over medicating and over medicating them and it was just it's just oh my god it's just awful (laughs) um but yeah yeah, and like even like like and what I found really crazy was that so in the movie, um, the minute that they managed to put Diane Weiss' character into the into the old folks' home, they um, 
they proceed to sell her house, but then they also proceed to sell her belongings. Oh my God. And yeah. like, and one of them was like a Renoir print. And I was just like, oh, that's interesting. It's a Renoir. And then I went back to the, the article and then that's what happened to this couple. Like, I think they had some Renoir lithographs and guess what? They got sold. <laughs> like it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was something else. So yeah, just what, like it, it just, it just, adds like a different like level or layer to the movie because like you end up watching it on a totally different like with a totally different understanding it's funny right like ever since we started the podcast like I feel like that's kind of like um the lens in a lot of the shows where I'm like oh that's age discrimination (laughs) (laughs) or sometimes the perks are nice so I'll be like oh that's the perk of getting older (laughs) but but I just do tend to view a lot of my the shows and movies now with that lens or yeah I'll just keep an eye out for that you know yeah yeah for perspective that, that perspective yeah for sure no exactly so um but yeah so overall i would recommend this movie oh, just 100 yeah yeah just uh just go into it with like a little bit of a but you know open eye this actually kind of makes me scared a little bit right because i mean i know i know this movie happened in the u.s but i don't think i actually know what the situation is like in Canada. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean... Well, like, I mean, hopefully we're better off here, right? Like... Yeah, you would think so, but then I I have another story of where there was, like... something like this happened here? It wasn't... It isn't Guardian... Well, actually, it is kind of a guardianship tale, but, like, yeah, it it has... Something similar has happened in Canada. And I think, yeah... And anyway, we'll probably have to, I think we'll have to make this part two of a, of a podcast, but like, definitely, I think joint, I think maybe we'll do a little deeper dive into what happened in Canada and. Okay. Now I'm actually intrigued. So you're going to have to, after we finish this, you're going to have to tell me a little bit about that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, and I think it's because of the situation in Canada that also made me interested in this movie. And so, Yeah. Anyway, okay. we'll have to chat about yeah. that. Well, I just thought you, yeah. So Shiv basically calls me up and says, we have to watch this movie. But I assumed it's because it had Rosamund Pike in it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, no, okay. So no, that, that makes sense. So I'll look forward to hearing about this. And then we're going to do another podcast on that piece. Because Sorry. I feel like we need to sort of discuss what it's like in Canada. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, considering I mean, we live here and, <laughs> and the situation to... is more dire here because <laughs> because you're here <laughs> because I'm here and I need to know and be better prepared. <laughs> so, all right. So basically, on that note, um, we come to this the end of this week's episode of Does This Make Me Look Old? Um, join us again next time. Yep. Um, and. Uh... In the meantime, basically connect with us. Yeah. So just, yeah, give us a shout on, um, well, we're on social. So give us a shout on either Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. So um, on Insta and Facebook, we're at Does This Make Me Look Old? Um, And yeah, and then give us a shout on Twitter if you want. Um, We're at Does This Make Me Look 2 on Twitter. Um, And uh, yeah, feel free to tweet at us and share any feedback that you have for us on, um, you know, the stories that we've told you about or you know if you have any ideas about other stories 
Um, you can also email us at uh, dtmmlo1 at gmail.com. And yes, please, if you have a chance, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts because... Um, yeah, because really it'll just, us out. yeah, for sure. It'll help us, it'll help other people find our podcast, which is, uh, yeah, something that uh, we, you know, we'd nice. like to share. We'd like to share to other <laughs> people. Nice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. And um, until then, uh, let us know how you're aging and how you're handling it uh, with or without grace. And uh, we'll see you next time. Yep. Sounds good. Bye. Bye. Bye.